We are twin brothers who grew up Atari, or as we call it, in the vertical blank. Technically, the vertical blank is the space between the last line of the current frame and the first line of the next, where off-screen calculations create a cathode ray tube display. It exists, literally, between the lines, invisible, yet all-seeing, in a void where magic occurs that is never seen, only experienced. It is the figurative location of our existential longing for the past and attempts to bridge it to the present and the future. The vertical blank is an omniscient force containing the nuances that make our nostalgia a reality. It's the transcendental location that holds our best memories, biggest joys, greatest fears, and our most terrible losses. You've been warned. You can stop this tape now and turn around. For once you've entered, there may be no escape. All the scan lines have been written. It's time to enter the vertical blank. This is um this is eight bit Jeff. This is a eight bit Steve, and you're listening to the premiere episode of Into, Into the, the Vertical Blank. Into the Vertical Eight bit rockets into the vertical blank. A podcast mostly about everything Atari, everything Atari, and growing up Atari, and everything in between, and everything in between that goes in. But to the vertical blank. Exactly. Um, so today we were just listening to uh, the song at the beginning of a brand new game that was released for the Atari 8-bit computers called Stunt Car Racer. And Stunt Car Racer was done by Fandel, um, and he had help, and we will get that into the notes. Erata. You can find all of the information in a download for A8 Stunt Car Racer at www.fandal.cz. Fandal in Urgenduar used the Commodore 64 source by Jeff Cranland to create a 128K disk image for the Atari 8 bits. Versions were also released for the ST, Amiga, Spectrum, and other machines. Erata. So I have no idea what this you is. This is, this is 8-Bit Steve. I remember the game, but I have no idea what this 8-Bit oh, version is. I have not seen it before. I've not seen it being played. I'm prepared for my socks to be blown Well, they will, because the this room. is probably one of the best Atari 8-Bit games ever made. It runs on a 130XE and above. Thank God That's I got one of in those. In the, in the, um, with an ATR file. Supposedly, if they made a cartridge with this, it could be bank switched so it could run on a 64K machine. Okay. But at the moment, this version runs that way, and the only person that might even, that might have the skills to do that would be like a Lance at Video 61 or Near Dairy. Um, sometimes they get tapped to do some of these things. But um, so far, this is not available to anyone on a cartridge. cartridge yeah. It's only available to everybody. By checking out AtariAge.com, and you can find the link. There's other places you can download it. 
Um, but you are all Atari fans. You know how to search in Google. So uh, let's see. So you want to see this? So yeah. there's a there's a screen up here that says single no. player or multiplayer. Now Steve. 8-Bit Steve and I each have multiple Atari systems. In fact, Steve has one that I don't have, which is a, an original 800. I have a 600XL that, that has 64K, um, plus it has video uh, the, a new video out put into it. I have a 130XE and I have an XEGS, but I don't have an original 400-800. Wow. How long does it take for you to edit these? Let us just hope it will be faster and weekly soon. If you were not a lazy American playing with his little cuts and discs all the time, you would have updated this to say that two original 800 computers have also been added to the 8-bit Rocket Towers machine library. Deary me. Oh oh dear. I am trying to mind the gap in the brains of these two boys, but there isn't enough computing power to fix them. I could use some help here. Anyone? Anyone? Steve? I got an original 848K with a... Um... AV mod uh, monitor uh, mod cable. I made myself one of my only well, ever successful. And that was like projects. you made yourself like fifteen. It's like ago. fifteen years ago. Yeah. That was one of my only successful electronic projects ever. Um, and then uh, and thank God for the internet and instructions and um, and also two sets of parts. Then I also have a 130XE that we we bought from Best Electronics. Uh, that years. came in a 65XE box, so I, I covet that one. And then um, I have a uh, Atari 100XL as well. Now, other things that we owned as Atari, just to briefly introduce, started with the 2600. Uh, yeah, it was a 2600. Got an 800 in um, the Christmas of 83. Yes. And with then, a disk drive and then, a whole a bunch of stuff. Then we got an 800XL for some reason. Maybe we thought because it was Gave it, was it to our better. dad. Um then we got a Atari 7800 in 86, Atari ST in 87, uh, 520, 520 ST, ST with a black and white monitor. Later got a color monitor. Later sold all of that to our friend and got a got a 1040 ST with another. And we, did we color buy monitor. that 1040 ST at, at Federated Group? At Federated Group. At the Fe- There's some and stories then, about that. Uh, later. Just before that, though, we got a Lynx. We got a Lynx, and that was at a B Dalton Software, etc. We've got a Lynx on on like about a few months after it was released, and in a, a, somewhere around ninety, I'm saying ninety five, um, we got a uh, Steve bought me a Jaguar with a couple games, and I bought a couple games after that. So we bought five or six games for the Jaguar. That's about all the Atari stuff we had back in the day. Which so is, yeah, we got most of it. Console. We bought most of it when it was a going concern, right? Yeah. When they came out, you know, excited to go to all the stores and look for software and look for games and stuff, and just as frustrated as everyone else would have been about not finding anything, you know. Um, for example, not finding anything at Federated Group. I remember going into Federated Group. I, we can talk about this later, but go to, and asking them where their software was, and they advised us to go to Mid Cities Atari, yeah. and a couple other Atari groups, Atari stores. I think it was kind of funny at the time. Yeah, because it should have had every piece of Atari software available. Why didn't Federated Group have it? Because that's why Federated Group failed. Right. Okay. Well, that's one of one we have, of the we many have some reasons. Really big Federated Group stories because we were, if you want to call it lucky or not, Federated Group was actually a local store to us. Um, in one of the best malls that ever existed. We'll get to that the, later. The Old Town Mall. Now. What we're doing right now today, though, is we're going to play these games that we talk about. I have games to show Steve that he hasn't played. Um, we're playing them via emulation with a, um, a USB stick that I purchased from uh, 
Legacy Engineering about six years ago. So it plugs directly in. So we do have a, an emulated uh, uh, CX40 or maybe it's CX10. I'm not sure. You can hear it. You can hear that shaking. Something's broken inside. I've had to actually, it's broken a couple times. I've had to actually um, super glue it or, or a gorilla glue it back together a few times. It still works. So, so <laughs> I think what's going to happen next is the podcast is going to play a bunch of sound from a game, and we're going to be going, whoa, cool. So, and I'm terrible at this game, and I'm terrible at most games, really, but I love games. So um, we're going to cover lots of games on this podcast. We'll hit the 2600, 7800, uh, Lynx uh, 5200, which I own a 5200 now with, an, with a, a cart. Let's play every 5200 game ever made. Plus, I, I collect the carts for all the systems, too. Um, so let's start a single-player game, single-player league. There's a multiplayer option in this, too. I don't know how it works, but it's probably awesome. Oops. Got to click back on the screen. Name. I'm just putting a name in. Jeff. We're going to choose, what is this? I want to see the roller coaster high jump. Um, tracks in Division 4. I'm going to say that. Um, practice the little ramp or practice the hump. Let's track to have the little ramp. There's a lot of options here. Seems like there's a lot of content. There's, it's drawing the now, screen. That's a pretty bitchin' drawing of a 3D sort of, uh, so isometric 3D track there. Yeah, wa- watch when it gets On in the, the first uh, person view. So okay, let me see the first person view. Oh, I remember this game. Right. And this is I something. Think we had this on the we had this on PC. And we had the ST. We had an ST. We might have a PC version too, but we had an ST version. Okay, so, so this, some chains are dropping us onto the track now, right? Yeah. And we Now are... we get to drive. And if you press a button, you get, like, the turbo. And then we'll find out that Jeff has no idea how to drive with a joystick on a 3D track. Wow, look at this. I know. Wow. I mean, it, I, I get all tingly inside when I watch these 3D Oh, tracks. I just came off the track and exploded. Oh, that was... That was this now, is, the thing about this is... Yeah, this was so something... So if this had come out in, like, 1984, we would have we thought it was the greatest, most amazing thing ever created. Right. And I mean, we would have written songs about this game. Yeah, I think we would have... Um, we, and on the ST, it was a good game, but, you know... But on the 8-bit, on the 8-bit it's pretty I mean, incredible. Ah, it was, and it's, uh, if you see the videos of the Commodore 64 version, it's pretty close. The, there's a slight difference in the way the cockpit is organized, but there are people who said this could never be done. Right. Um, and obviously it can be done. Well, I mean, something like Rest, Rescue and Fractalist was done, and that was, you know, I mean, that's all fractals, but it, it, you know, it's a pretty impressive game as well. So I can't see how it couldn't be done, but Listen, I see what you're saying. You know, I can understand. I'll tell you what they said couldn't be done. Hey, you're going to actually make it up, up, the, hill. up the hill. Yeah, and then you turn. Whoa! Whoa! No, you jump. Oh! oh no, you, oh, oh, you I made, made it. it. I made it. And Whoa. I'm bouncing around because it's 3D and it's got like a, a pretty pretty sophisticated physics engine. I'm slowing down a little bit. This has got to be the most fascinating podcast yeah. ever. Well, I mean, here, okay, now, well, I just want Steve. I want to see Steve's reaction uh, so, to the So game. that's a, that's pretty incredible. So, what does it cost online? What do they sell it to you for as a as a ATR file? Uh, nothing. It's free. It is free. It's free. It's, it's free. Uh, well, now can I, can you uh, can you tell me why they gave it away for free? Um, I'll tell you. Do they um, not actually own the rights to make the game? 
I have no idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's probably why in, they give does it. Does it live in a gray area of abandoned? It's a microprose product. I'm pretty sure microprose has been gone for a long time. They yeah, microprose is owned by Hasbro. Bought them and um, Hasbro Interactive. I think even like like Atari, the Atari was, SA might still own the microprose stuff because, because they own roller, roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, because they roller coaster. Tycoon. So probably is on. So so it's a good chance you'll play this on the Atari box. I mean the Atari <laughs> VCS. I mean whatever thing comes not, out, but not this version. Maybe well, an ST version, an ST or, version. Um, or another emulated version. Um, we'll talk with the Atari. Well, I mean, actually, there's a good chance that people listen to this will never play it on an Atari box. But I disagree with you. I disagree. I, I actually want want to get an Atari box. You want to have you want to get an Atari? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, whatever it's called, Atari VCS. I am or interested in it. having um, what they're calling the Atari box. But I can something. totally understand people who don't want, who don't like the idea. But here's the thing, and I, and I know we have to. It doesn't talk matter. The Atari whatever box you want to talk because about. They, they just uh, they just announced the uh, Atari box, which is now called the Atari VCS at um, E3 this week. Or they didn't announce it; they showed it, but they announced the new name. Um, so I I want I want I'm an adult. I have I have money. Um, I want I want things to be easy for Did me. You say you're an adult. I'm an adult, adult. Oh, okay. I'm I a, want things well, to be adult. easy for me. I would like to sit on the couch. I would like to sit on the couch with my Atari, with my wood panel themed console, with my with my light up USB um, LED joystick in hand. It actually spins like a spin. Like Does a, it really? Like a, like a potentiometer, so you can okay. play, play. Um, completely unconfirmed. It's not known whether the joystick actually spins like a potentiometer. We could not find it anywhere in the descriptions, but the descriptions are very vague. It might. Uh, games are like, you sure about that? Supposedly, supposedly it, it spins does. like a potentiometer. That's pretty and it is, And the reason it lights up is to show you what part of the analog stick is actually ah, being pressed at well, Anyway, the that's cool. But I say, so, so I would like to sit on the couch with that, and for games that only work with one button, I love to go to my 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 menu and say, "Oh my gosh, today I would like to buy for a dollar or two bucks the fifty two hundred version of Countermeasure." That sounds good, and then I would download that with be, and it would be charged to my credit card, and then I could play Countermeasure and go, "Hey, this is really cool. I'm playing any version of Countermeasure, or I want to play the seventy eight hundred version of Three D Asteroids, or or Centipede, um, or any other or anything." And countries that came up with the Eat Bit that they can get a license for, and, and or, what I, what I really hope, yeah, I'm saying what I or really games. hope is I want the license game. So I want them to, to license Space Invaders again. I know they've they've done that on the last couple flashbacks, but Space Invaders and Pac-Man and E.T. and Raiders of the Lost Ark, those games I want to play on the system, and maybe I'll pay it. Pay maybe Atari can charge an extra buck and pay that to 20th Century Fox or whoever you know, or Namco to so so we can actually play the licensed version. Not just just because that's all historical, you know. Yeah. It's just easier than me sitting down and sticking the car, cartridges in the console and do it. Not that I don't want to do that, but but I like the idea of having my my digital content available for me, and I'm willing. I'm I am I have I I I get a paycheck, and I don't mind buying this stuff. Again, I don't mind. Why? Well, this is just me. But I'd also get an Atari box for that reason if it was good. I love having the cartridges too. I just think that I would do it, and I wanted an Atari, and I know it's not the original Atari. I kind of, I kind of don't care. I wish Nolan Bushnell was involved, but whatever, right? Yeah. At this point, the the people who in, in you know invented the Xbox are not around for the Xbox, and you know the the guy who who you know first invented the PlayStation. I'm sure he that's Ken Ken whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
The creation of the Xbox is credited to Ed Freeze and the PlayStation mainly to a producer named Yoji Akagawa. Ed Freeze made a version of Halo for the 2600 that we'll be sure to get to sometime on this podcast. He's not there. It doesn't really matter, right? I just want to, you know, I like those consoles too, but I want, I like the idea that this Atari one that, uh, that, that has, uses, uses all the uh, Atari um, uh, nomenclature and the visuals, and that just sounds cool to me. Well, um, on that note... And I know I'm totally, totally... In the minority. In the minority. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We both are in the minority on that. Um, I have a, a very interesting um, game that I would li- that I hope I can find for... Uh, I can. I'm going to have to... I have a whole bunch of um, HomeSoft discs here. And normally with HomeSoft discs, I um, have a... There's a... There's a PHP program out there that allows you to pull them off the disk and put them onto the ultimate cart, or or even play them on the um, what's the disk? Oh, the um, the uh, what's the disk drive thing? What, what am I? Right, Lotharix. Lotharix. SD. Oh, SIO to SD. That would be Lotharix SIO to SD. Available at Lotharic. L O T H A R E K dot P L. And um and so normally we do that, but for this first podcast we're doing a little emulation only because it makes it easier and we're testing out some things. Um and so um I Homesoft has a bunch of discs out there and there's a game I want to show Steve. You, everyone else might have heard of it before, but it's one of the probably the better uh Horizontal shooting games that have been made for the Atari. Ooh, give me the joystick. Can I, can yeah. I play? Can yeah, I play? Can, can I play? You can play. I gotta find what disc it's on, and this is what everyone else should do too. At the same time, what you do is you go to www. Actually, go to Google. you go to Google and Google.com. I search on HomeSoft. Home, home. Is soft. that two words or one, Jeff? I'm just doing it as as one. As looks one like word. it's looks like it's one one word. Homesoft Home is Atari. all one word. Homesoft Home Atari. Home Atari is two words. Homesoft Atari, and that is www.mushca.com. What they do at Homesoft, I don't know who runs this, but every time there's new stuff that comes out, and there's enough new stuff to put a disc out. He puts out a new disc. That's really um, freaking awesome, by the way. And so. Um, you know, disc four four zero has Bosconian. We made. Oh a- my god! I need to play that. Okay. Hold on, hold Before on. we get to Bosconian, okay, Steve, I need to play Bosconian. We're gonna we're gonna it's search like my on the favorite game. game. How yes. come you haven't said anything to me about four hundred one? We're gonna uh-huh. four, disc four hundred one, which is right here. This is a, is a game on here that I want you to play. It's called X eight. Okay, X eight. I'm ready. I got to turn the sound up a little bit. Let's turn the volume up. I want to hear this. Okay. Click on the thing, Jigger. Okay, X eight like loading. loading now. X8's this looks loading. like um. Okay. Okay. X loading. Yes. Press fine. Shoot. And what they did is, you pick up your extra weapons. Oh. What they did. This is probably the best horizontal shooting game. Oh, there's just yeah. a couple other oh, no, that are no, very no. good too. This is the most fun. I'll tell you why. The entire center of the screen oh. is actually looks to me like it is a um uh one of the the either graphics one or graphics eight and. Um, so it's only a single color in the middle for the enemy, but then they layer sprites on top of it to make it work better. And in this type of mode, you can make a game that works better than Atari ST game. So are the is it a different is it a display list in, interrupt that has the top and bottom of the screen different? So it's just there's a there's a display list, not an interrupt, but just a display list. 
Um, so let's interrupt is between the lines right, of right, the right, playlist. Right. That's where we are right now in the display of this interrupt. That's right. We are in the Now we're in the display of this interrupt with this game. Anyway, this game to me is quite is the most fun shooter. Maybe not the greatest graphics. I, um, oh, it's cool. It's got good graphics though. I mean, like good graphics, sound and music this and everything. X eight. It's called X eight X colon eight. It's one of the um, the Atari Bitfighter um, uh, Club winners. The Ab Abbuck Ab. Well, I can't say it. Here. That would be A-B-B-U-C, the Atari Bitbiter User Club. Anyway, oh, um, I know you can. Bitbiter Club, and there's, there's, it seems to happen like two or three times a year. So that's where most of the new software comes from, but not always. Um, and there's a magazine. I mean, this makes me not want to make my... Well, I just want to program an Atari game. Exactly. This makes me not want to do it. Because they, they did it. They, and, and what they did is to make the animation, they actually are using this weird shifting of the characters set to make those animate. They're shifting character graphics. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Okay, you want to see Bosconian? I want to see it, what, yes. this, this is now. This is one of my favorite things to do is just so go and search on what disc is Bosconian on. It is on 440. So I say Bosconian to me is a, is is the Namco yeah. game that gets that gets no love, but it is very little love in the past, but it is an amazing game. Let's boot an image here, 440. Um, I mean, I love Galaga, but Bosconian is is there. It is. Look at that. Wait, is the thing. And so, let me tell you something. Another thing that's going on out there. There's a magazine out there called Excel. How do you spell that? Uh, it's. I have one right here. Let me go get it. Oh. Jeff runs back to the Eight Bit Jeff archives, the archives, which happens to be his bedroom. It's a it's a European magazine. It's called Excel. Right now, Excel number five is out. It comes out a couple times a year. Um, e X C E L. Hey, look on the front is uh, on the is, front is, is the S A O to S two hundred well, to S D and the cart, which is the, and the, this one has the latest games. So is that like a thing? Like you make your own magazine, so people will send you all the Atari, the the fan made Atari <laughs> equipment for free, so you can review I it. I don't, I don't think he has things for free. He just uses out of his. Hey, you know what? All you two listeners out there, if you so, have anything you want to send to us for free, go ahead and do it. Yeah, I need an ultimate one meg <laughs> uh, upgrade for my six hundred XL. I can drop in there. Sorry. So listen, um, it's the website is www.excel-retro-mag.co.uk. It is the highest quality it's Atari really magazine quality. you're going to and ever get. Out. There's five issues out, and on the on the cover of it, Bosconian. And I want to point out that I was just ki- kidding. We, we're adults. We have our own money. We do not need people to send us anything for free. Well, I was just a joke. So so let, let me try Bosconian because this to me Bosconian. may be the, the greatest moment of my entire life playing an playing 8-bit, bo- Atari 8-bit version of Bosconian. This is what should have been, right? It should have been. It's what should have been. Right now considered to be the best version of Bosconian ever created. You're kidding. This is um I'm going through. I like the little title screen. It's, this one was debuted oh, at the, um, Silly Venture 2017. The title screen has has a little bit of mule to it. But anyway, it does a little bit of mule. It feels like it mule. Anyway, I'm going. Ooh, that that music is almost yeah, perfect. It. Oh, it didn't get the blast off. I don't know what version this is. What? No blast off. It's there. No, it's in it's in a version of this game. I I feel uh um uh, so you're vers- saying this is the best version, like made Supposedly, for a con- for a console, for a console right? Yes. yes. Um, I got to tell you, this to me, 
I used to dream about Not just making this game, I know. No, not making it. I mean, it. having this game. I like... used to dream about playing it like like I would be dreams about all the all the little all the little motherships would be lined up in a row and then I'd have a dream about blowing them up forever, just going and going. I mean I was just turning up the sound okay. a little bit. I mean, it, it, this is this is the stuff of this is the this this game honestly lives in my vertical blade. Okay, <laughs> now lives I know in that between the lines. We're not always going to do this in emulation because I definitely have all these games available to play on the cart. Okay, um, I did this way. I know I have the blast off version somewhere. I have for next time. I have a huge number of cartridges that I want to go through. Those carts actually comprise episode zero of Into the Vertical Blank. Episode two has different content. I got some new cartridges from Lance at Video 61. He didn't give them to me. I bought them. Um, one of them is just an incredible version of Pinball. That is the um, Which pinball Davis Midnight Magic 2. The only reason it's incredible, incredible is that you can use the paddle controllers, the buttons on paddles, to do the flippers. No, really? So it makes it almost like real pinball. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so hold on, I'm gonna blow up this one more base. I don't even know what they're called in Buskin. Are they bases or other ships? Did you wanna or... try Time Pilot too? Did you get to play Time Pilot? Uh, no, I have not played Time Pilot yet, Jeff. And That's another game, game that was one of my yeah, favorite it's games. Yeah, so two of your favorite How games. How come you've been hiding this stuff from me? I didn't. Me? I showed you Time Pilot when you came before. All right, and you must. This is this Buskin is. I could play this all day. I know you could. All right, so I don't want to play it all day because that's really because super I know that you can go download this and play on your own machine. But but what I really would like to do is you show me Time Pilot. 8-Bit Rocket Music Interlude Let's find what disc Time Pilot is on. Just say, like, Legacy Engineering did a pretty good job with this joystick. Yeah, it's a good good joystick. And if you, Legacy Engineering, do they still still buy these? They still sell them, yeah. Let me see if Time Pilot. Keep going, Kurt and Marty. I think Time Pilot is going to be two words or one? Oh, it's, I believe it's two words. Time Pilot on disc Disc number 435. 435. Wow, that, it looks. Beautiful. Yeah, it does look beautiful. It's got it's using a larger graphics mode, which is good. I think it might be using uh, one of the antic modes that gets nine That's colors 440. on the screen. Four thirty-five. Yeah, I gotta I gotta load that disc into the emulator. The reason the emulator's out, by the way, is I was doing. A, I'm t- looking at trying to write some um, some Turbo Basic programs and compile them, and so I played the emulator and a disc, and then had an ATR that was filled with um, demos that I was doing from the Doctor C Wacko's game programming book. And then all the all the things that I saved to it went away from the ATR file. I'm not sure. Like I know I saved it, but it, there's maybe you got to watch out with the with with all the emulators and whether you've set it to be read write or something on the disk. I don't know what it was, but it screwed me after hours of work going through a bunch of demos and retyping them back in. Don't make that mistake. Anyway, so um, save your your stuff. Save it on multiple places. Make, make copies, make backup copies. That's exactly what we should have done back then too. So let's boot a disk image. We said that's four thirty five. This is um, yeah four thirty five. Four thirty five. Open four thirty five. What else All on right. here? Time. Let's pilot. listen. What else on here though? Time pilot. Crazy cat, which I want you to play also. Hot and cold adventure. 
um, and a bunch of other stuff. But um, let's do Time Pilot A. This is going to be another one that Steve's going to like. Well, Time Pilot. Okay, I see. So, the, whoa. Okay, this is. I like that they just made it bigger. Yeah, made it bigger. So this is using like one of the antic, one of the, the antic modes that lets you have. I think it's the antic mode that allows well, you, you can to have, have all the sprites are multicolored. Well, this is the thing. So the antic mode that they're using, I think, and I'm just guessing here for the middle of the screen, is the one that allows um, six. I think it's nine. Colors with one hue. I mean, with one um, nine hues with one um, uh, brightness. So you can have nine different colors on screen, and these are all soft sprites. What I meant to say is, Antic Mode Nine allows for sixteen colors, and Antic Mode Eleven allows for sixteen colors. One of those is one hue with. Um, 16 brightnesses, and one of them is one brightness for all 16 hues. The antic mode I was thinking they were using for this is actually antic mode 10, which is nine individual colors, and that comes from the five different pots that are used for regular ink brush colors and the various sprite colors, giving you nine colors, including the background. I think that's what I was thinking of. In any case, there's a lot of colors on the screen. You're right. So okay, basically, right. the same thing we do when making a Flash game or an official Flash game. So they, they did bitmaps, right? So right. It? So it's all bitmaps, so they could do that now. Um, but maybe not. You know how 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 can you move this many sauce? I don't know, on the but screen? because these guys are geniuses. Look how who, who made this? I'll have to find the information. Now we'll get all that in the show so notes. This game we really makes me not want to program my own game. The brilliant Polish team behind this game is Solo, Lau, and Miker, all fantastic developers of Atari 8-bit software. Right, this just makes me want to like lay back and play games and yeah. You I mean, know. you still want to? I still want to program. I mean, I do. Gonna... I do, but I hate getting depressed by like how good stuff is. Well, and like my 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 goal is to like make a match three on the Atari. <laughs> I look at this and I'm like, make it though. Someone will play it. It's like there's no, there's really is no like more software the better. You know, the more uh, yeah. But I thought you told me that you heard someone say if you don't make the greatest well, game with the best thing ever, then don't even bother. Some people said that. And, I know it's and, the internet. It's the internet. The internet. People, I mean, people are on the internet. It's you know. Um, all right, let's try. I like this. This is this is fantastic. If we had it back in the day, I would I would have I would have shown this to to Brandon, our friend with the ColecoVision, and gone. Guess what? The eight bit version is way better than the ColecoVision version. I like ColecoVision. Me too. Via emulation, though. I mean, Mr. Do on the ColecoVision was. Oh, that's a great. It's as good on the Atari eight bit too. There's Mr. Do too. Okay, so let's do what? Let's do a um. Let's do a Polder set. Eight bit rocket music interlude.
Rocket Music Interlude. Oh, well, that's you... fine. Okay. I want you to try Crazy Cat. I, I've seen this game. Okay. I've never tried it. So um, this is sort of a side-scrolling adventure. But you look just like a little pink cat. Oh, cute. You're a cute. Oh, wow. Oh, this is on... Wait, oh, sorry. This is in PAL. i got to switch the system to PAL. Video. PAL. Crazy Cat. There you go. Looks like PAL colors are better, too. So Crazy Cat is pretty awesome. Crazy Cat is a um, sort of like a yeah. It's I mean my my sensibilities lean more towards Bosconia than Crazy Cat. Well, I'm just saying that people have tried. Um, <laughs> like the Atari rules is flashing yeah. on the screen. <laughs> so it's uh, true. It's true. The Atari rules. Just so you guys know. So there's two other ones I want you to 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 try. Um, Okay, so Crazy Cat, so yeah, like a like a platformer, like a like a side oh, I think you can platformer. jump on the clouds too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fun, but I, you know, I'm I think my I'm so excited about Bosconian, it's hard for me to. Have you play played? Have you played Atari Blast, Steve? I've not played a game called Atari Blast, but where have I been? Where have you been hiding that's all this why stuff from me? That's why we started this podcast. I've hidden none of it from you. I've told you about all of these. You just have not listened. No, I've not listened. I have other things going on in my life. Okay, well, I do too. Jeff's finding now. Jeff is typing in Atari Blast into www.mushka.com. You need one. This version, um, you need one meg of RAM. Although there is a version coming out on cartridge at some point that will only require 64k of okay. bank switch. So if you like, I say if if you are if you're like a you know a, a post Atari gamer and you like uh, you know that kind of these kind of um, platformers, more power to you. Crazy Cat's really cool. Um, I want to shoot things with, with a with memory config. We need 1088. And then we need to go to a disk that is number 427. Look. Oh, I don't have 427. I guess what? What? Got to download it. Doesn't take that long to download. There it is. Download it. Unzip it. Download it um, to my downloads folder. I'm glad this makes for exciting, exciting downloads. Open it up. Tari Blast. Copy. You can copy the. You can just copy the zip in. I don't know if the zip works or not. But we can try it. Let's try, actually, let's tie that right now with Altira and find out if the zip works. So, um, HomeSoft. I don't know if it does, but we'll try it. So yeah, it'd be, so it'd be fun I, if it did. But you'll see. Can you load a zip can in? I load a zip Altira? with Altira. This is a good test. I've never right there, tried right there, right there. Altira, open up. It unzipped it. It unzipped it. Altera, the Altera um, emulator uses zip disk. That's a good. I'm glad we know that. And also has its own version of Basic. And I gotta talk to you about this. Maybe we'll get it in this podcast. We don't have time. We have time for whatever. Um, while this is loading, um, what DOS did we use when we were writing our basic programs? So remember, we could do DIR and it would work. Yeah. But if I'm in, if I'm in Atari Basic, anyone with Rev A, B, or C, and I'm in DOS two, there's no DOS commands there. But Altura Basic, you write dirt DIR and it works perfectly. I don't know. And remember in the, in the Apple Do you could just type catalog and you could do yeah. it? Yeah. There was something you could do. When I see other people do it, it's like okay. they're long so, so file my, This is my homework for you. Find your Uratari computer book because that told us everything. That's how we learned everything. Right, because we have the Uratari so computer. So get a Uratari computer. I think there's one in the Internet Archive if you can't find Actually, the actual I have, book. I have a downloaded already. So I have, plus, I have no, physical no, it, copy. All the, I mean, they're on the Internet Archive. Also, um, Atari Mania has a lots and lots of books. That's where I got the Dr. Okay. C. Wacko We're, books. Wow. That, that's cool. So, so just Atari choose... Blast comes up and it's got like a rotating Atari Blast. It's got more sound. Oh, no, sound. Coming from top to bottom and I press go. Oh, this is by Atari Robot and Power Complex. 
Okay, so Triblast is multiple games in one using sort of the same. I think you told me this is this is a this is like inspired by like a bit trip, bit trip beat sort of. But um, I love it. There's just stuff coming out for the Atari. I mean, yes, it needs more memory and things like that, but yeah. You need one meg. You need one meg to play this on a regular machine. Um, I do have a version that plays on a 130XE, I'm pretty sure. Because um, I did play it. Um, but this one especially needs... Um, this, is the, this is the full one meg version. I'm only speechless because this is fantastic. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, my mouth is agape as I'm playing another Atari <laughs> game. Well, and look at There's the robot. I, that's the, the, the anti-robot. The anti-robot from the... Pick up the money. Oh, and man. What do with it. That's the that's robot. Amazing. That's amazing. That's the robot from the... Um, from the from the antique demo. From the demo, yeah, exactly. All right. But remember something? Remember a long time ago, Dad had asked, well, can they even put those graphics in a game? Well, they can't. They did now. They did. Wow, um, man. That was, a, that was an amazing sort of blast of... Of brand new Atari games, I can't believe that much stuff is coming out. I'm not even playing the Straight Man. I don't follow this very closely anymore, but I guess I'm going to have to now. You're going to have to because I'll show you. Look over here. I mean, there are so many good games that are that are coming out, and there's more right now. Um, this stuff comes out all the time. Um, oh, this, someone made School Days for the is that is that a new version? Is, it, no, it's School Days was yeah. So School Days was. Um, was there's the Bosconian 130XE version, uh-huh. so that one will have the blast have off the on it. Blast off. You want to hear that? Sure. Why not? We'll Let's play it in a second. Blast off. There's another game um, on here uh, called Laura. There's a bunch of really good games, but um, I was going to say that a School Days came out. I don't know how to play it, but in this version of the Excel magazine, they explain how to play. Do you have a subscription to that magazine? Not well. No, I just bought. You just, how do you buy it? You go to the the place that I said, and you buy it, and he sends it to you. So, so is this is my okay. So let me ask you a question because I'm since since I'm sort of new to. The, I mean, I love Atari, and I've been there, but I'm kind of new to this. So here's my my like my my short my my guide to getting back into it. One is to go. One is to go get the Altera. Um, uh, emulator, right? Oh, yeah, okay. Altera Emulator. Right. Altera Emulator. Or then go to this Mishka.com and look at all the new games. I just want to play the new new games right now, right? And then download these discs and then also buy this thing, this Excel, Excel thing. Magazine, so right. all of that stuff together would start me on my way of getting oh, be, back, being into, back into Atari. Being be, back in the Atari t- stuff. Is there a particular, like... Forum or news group on Atari each to to uh, just the to Atari if it forums got everything. There's other forums out there, um, but the, the Atari Age Atari 800 forums probably the best best one that I know of. If anyone else likes other ones, they can send it out. I've been um, AtariOnline.pl has one. It's in Polish. There's a couple other ones um, that I've I've been to uh, that I that are okay. Uh, it, but the best thing to do if you just want to start is if you don't have a machine. If you have a machine, make sure you get an ultimate cart, which is hard to get. You got to wait till runs come out. You can go yeah, to local. I want an ultimate cart. I've I've the though I do have the the um, Sao2 SD, what which cart I got. Do you have though? You need the programmer for it though. You have one. You get the, the, I don't remember. Use the .car. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, what the ultimate cart does is it use it, you could put about a thousand CR, CR images on it, like I have oh, on cool. Um and um, I also uh, have a special cart that has seventy um, 
70 Atari 5200 games that were re, re, um, newly I'm produced. glad that you have that cart. Yeah, there's only two of them in existence. Uh-huh. Um, and anyway. I'm glad you have one of them. I have one of them. And it's neat. We'll get to that sometime. Well, whoop-dee-doo for Jeff. Yeah. I know. Whoop-dee-doo. But um, um, I want to get to you testing out the, the 130XE version of this. But what you do is if you're new to Atari, you have to spend, you spend no money. You can use a, a if you're if a PC or a Mac or just an Android machine or anything or Linux box, you don't even have to have one of these joysticks um, from Legacy Engineering. You just need to go download for free the Altera emulator. Go to um, t- t- type in HomeSoft um, Atari into your Google browser, and you'll find all of the disk images that have been put together, and the new ones come out. Roughly a couple times a year. I think when we post this, we should put up like the, the oh. shortcut kit to people who. Oh, I mean, we'll obviously, anyone who would even kit. even find this thing yeah. already knows this. You stuff, already but. know this, but this gets for some now. If you want to get a little further into it, you can buy the Legacy Engineering Stick, or you can get. Hey, um, wait a minute. A machine. Is your wife? Is your wife is making something that smells like? What are you making? What's flame broiler back it's there? Cauliflower. It's cauliflower pizza. It does like not sound it's, as good as your broiler, but it certainly um, smells like it. Anyway, sorry about that. So I was gonna say that. Ooh, what Seamus Plus? We got to try Seamus Man, Plus. Man, this is like a this is like a, a treasure trove. I told you it's a treasure trove. Um, and Pac-Man is a new Pac-Man game that scrolls is pre. We'll do Pac-Man next. Um, on four thirty-seven. Now we well this 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 podcast is long. Oh, no, it's, it's it. Let's let's save that for next time. Okay, and I want you to go out on what? Bosconian one thirty XE. Okay, because what I, I want to hear. The blast off. Okay, but we did not get to my thing was you either start with just a, a PC oh. or a Mac or a Linux box. Um, the, you can download Altera and play it on any of those with um, Wine or on PC. There's also emulators dedicated to those. Sound is iffy. Are there emulators there for Linux? Yeah, I had one. Yeah, okay. but it's just the Atari 800 emulator right. that that was <coughs> not platform is pl- you know platform. Um, Agnostic, pretty much, but it was it's really good. Um, if you want to get into programming, Altera is the best. I mean, it's really basic and things like that. But um, if you want to go further, you can do what we did. Use Google. I mean, go to eBay, get a machine, get it, get a go to Lothric sells the um, SAO2 to SD, SAO2 to PC, SAO2 to Bluetooth now. Okay, I mean, it's pretty awesome. There's all kinds of things out there to get your old Atari running to play new stuff. And um, Steve and I are always big into the game. So there's other podcasts out there that talk about all the other stuff. And we'll get into old issues of magazines if people want to. People have done that before. It'll help us look at old games if, if we want to. But for the most part, we're trying to hit the new stuff for all the systems. Um, we'll go to nostalgia a lot. Yeah. We'll get in here. I'm interested in, I'm interested in new games. New though. games. Yes. Yeah, new really games what is what I'm really interested in. But um, so, you know, this has been the first episode of... Um, into the vertical blank. Into the vertical blank. Um, 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 spit it out, nerd linger. We went through this last time. That's why my fee increased. I can't do all the thinking for you. I'm off for my break. You boys be a good with your little toys until I get back. Erata. Sorry, nerds.
One hundred percent Atari nerds. Into the vertical blank is is in our blood. No, Atari's I, in the blood. We live in the, in the vertical blank. <laughs> we live blank. in the vertical blank. That's where we live. In fact, um, we're beaming to you from the from in between the vertical blank, and that's where we come from every exactly. Whenever this and the, comes out. Oh, by the way, the song that you will hear at the beginning and end of these, um, we create the songs either each episode or maybe we let them sit for a little bit. But we create them ourselves with Tia sounds that have been that are from a. Um, this one especially, but we may use other sounds later. But this one is Tia Sounds from a disc from 8-Bit Weapon. Not 8-Bit Rocket. 8-Bit Weapon is a fantastic musical group out there um, that, that makes music. and they Wait, actually Both 8-Bit Rocket and 8-Bit Weapon appeared about the same time. Yeah, and wasn't yeah. we didn't have no idea they existed. We weren't... We were musical. They're actual musical. Um, but uh, they have actual skill. But we can take, just, we have no skill. We use the Tia <laughs> sounds and uh, and and uh, and um, Sony Acid and put together a pretty neat sounding eight bit soundtrack. But um, they can actually play music. This is an Atari centric podcast. Um, even, all Atari though. All Atari. Maybe a lot of eight bit because we love the eight bit, but we also love the sixteen bit, sixteen thirty two bit, and the and the Lynx Lynx Jaguar, which is also eight bit, right? Seventy eight hundred, twenty six hundred, fifty two hundred. You're going to hear something about arcade games. Arcade games. You'll if you're Atari held games. If you are Atari, you will hear something yeah, about Atari. It, the new Atari VCS that's coming out. We're you know we're gonna get it and we're gonna talk about it. All those see, all those all those game packs that came out for the PS2 and everything else. I we, like those as well. We I like actually, everything. Steve and I actually sometimes play multiplayer combat in Steam. That On I, yeah, how many times have I purchased from that Atari same, Vault? From Atari Vault. How many times did I purchase those same Atari? You know what the best? We games? should we should we should talk about that next time. The best multiplayer games of Atari Vault. It, it, it's, they're fun. They're really fun games. We you can't can find them. Like outlaw and Outlaw yeah. and Combat are right. I mean, anyway, thanks for ruining what I was going to say. Anyway, next well, we're going to play them next time. We'll play <laughs> yeah, them. We'll play, play them. them. Play them. You guys get to hear someone playing Combat. Well, it's going to yeah, be, okay. be amazing. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> okay, let's go to disc three of uh, four thirty nine. Um, uh, from uh, Musica M U S C A dot com slash Atari, and um, this one has the uh, the Bosconian with the sounds for the one thirty XE. I'm I, I got to hear This is the right one, but um, let's do four thirty nine. Is I have four thirty nine? Yeah, four thirty nine. Right there. Right there. So we can go back out here. Go to Altera. Load it up. Emulator. Uh, booted disc. Booted disc image of 439. He's opening it up. There's Schoolbase is on here. Aliens from Waves is on here. Robo 52. Something. Wona. There's a lot of fantastic um, uh, Polish games. That's one of them. Never. But let's do Bosconian with a Matrosa sound. I think so. You gotta. You gotta make sure we click on the sound. Click in there too. Right. Here come the boys. Okay, ready? So you're gonna start. It looks good. It's oh, amazing. Press, press the joystick. It's got more graphics in it. It's got an interesting title screen. I'm playing it this time, not Steve. It's loading. I should have set the Atari to um gonna <laughs> load on this. Do fast load. It's here we go. Okay, so, let's hear. And this is the code in GFX? Wow. Okay. That sounds right. Oh, there you yeah! Go. Oh, Blast off! You. And with that, 
is awesome, Jeff. Thanks for um for for giving cluing me into all this cool stuff. We're always going to have something new to talk about. I'm just going to thank your and, wife for putting up with his insanity, so I can come over and enjoy it over here. Anyway, um, episode one, and check out episode zero, which we didn't really, which is in the feed. Uh, it is a um, a test episode. It only has Jeff, and it's um, it's probably way better that way. No, it's not. Let's let hey, let's leave them with this song that I am calling "Display List Interrupt." Thanks a lot. Until next time. Into the verbal black. Next frame calculated, prepare to write new data, V blank ending.